Welcome to your dog cast, where we feature news just for dog lovers. Here's your Rover reporter, Mary Lou Davidson. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited today to welcome Kyle Baker. Kyle is the senior nutritional specialist at Dog Perfect. Welcome, Kyle. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this because dog food and the nutritional aspect is so confusing for dog lovers. And so I'm hoping that you can dispel some myths and give us some background that we can use moving forward. Um, I know that you've been working in the area locally here in the Sarasota Bradenton area. Tell me what sparked your interest in nutrition. Just kind of like 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 the listeners and you, my love for my animal. Uh, I found a dog a dog on the on the street uh, that had a compromised immune system. Uh, he had no fur. Body was uh, body was pink, so you can see all the inflammation coming out of him. So I took that dog and took him to the vet. I uh, got him checked up to see uh, to see what uh, if they could figure out what was going on with him. Um, the veterinarians couldn't figure out exactly how to heal that, except with the use of steroids and prescription diets. Um, me, I couldn't handle that as a, a true answer. I knew there had to be another result out there that could help my uh, Toby out. Um, so I kind of started doing my own research. Uh, I found a book called BARF. Uh, it's Biologically Appropriate Raw Feeding. Uh, it's written by a gentleman named Ian, Ian Billing, Billingsworth. And that was kind of my, uh, my eye-opening to nutrition. I put that, di- that diet ideology towards Toby. And within weeks of time, the pink inflammation started to go out of his body. First started growing back. So, of course, I was super, super, super excited about the results I was getting. Uh, and then when I took uh, Toby back to the veterinarian to uh, get a checkup, uh, to kind of show him the results, um, my, my answer to him, his answer to me uh, was totally opposite what I thought I was going to get. Uh, he told me that, uh, you know, with these raw diets, I could be possibly killing my animal. Yikes. That right there scared me, um, but I didn't understand that because I seen the results. So I kind of left there a little bit confused and disturbed of not really knowing what to do. But I stuck to my grounds and kept on doing more and more research. And through that, Toby kept on healing. And that opened up my eyes to a whole nother career that I didn't think was going to happen. Because I kind of figured out there was going to probably be other people out in this world who had issues with animals, compromised immune system, allergies. Let me just jump in here for a second, Kyle, because... You're moving pretty quickly, and I'd like to know more. You said you found Toby on the street? Yeah, I found Toby on the street. There was a homeless guy who had him in uh, Ybor City, which is in Tampa. He, he, he owned a little puppy. I mean, Toby was probably eight to nine weeks old. When I walked by, I seen Toby had uh, no fur, all pink on side, and had an extended belly. Uh, so I knew there was something, something wrong with him. So I knew that I just needed to get this dog away from him. Did the guy give him to you willingly? No, I paid I pay the guy $10 for him. Uh, and how, how old were you when that happened? I was 20, 21 when that happened. And I knew that there was probably other people out there who uh, were having dogs, dogs or cats with compromised immune systems or allergies that didn't have this kind of resources or know these options were out there for them. Um, so I decided that uh, my career path was going to – uh, research uh, all these great products uh, from raw to uh, gently cooked to herbs and supplements uh, to help uh, other pet owners with uh, issues with their dogs. 
And that's kind of how I end up uh, getting into pet nutrition. Um, and if there was something I never, if somebody came up to me and, and, sh and had a problem that I never knew of, uh, my always answer was, um, we're going to find out, we're going to find this out together uh, through research and trial and error. And through the 17 years now that I've been doing this, I've uh, came up with a pretty good repertoire. I know that particularly here in Florida, allergies can be troublesome and widespread, but in your experience working in a retail environment, what percentage of dogs do you see that have allergies? I'd say about uh, 10 to 15 percent of dogs out there have allergies, uh, but over over 50 some percent of dogs have some kind of endocrine disease, which is, you know, the, the, the number one thing is overweight, uh, but also some other things, hyper, hypo, uh, thyroid issues. So when people come into your store and they're looking at a food and they have their dog with them, do you approach and, and talk about the dog or do you wait for them to come to you? How does that work? Well, of course, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always a proactive person. So when anybody comes into the store, I always... You know, I want to always greet and introduce them, make them feel welcoming. Uh, but I always take a look at the dog because the dog, the dog will tell tell a lot of stories on the way his gait is, the way he walks, uh, the way his his coat feels, the way he sheds, heat coming off of his up off of his body. Uh, so those are the things I kind of uh, look at when I first approach a dog, and then when I'm petting them, I'm feeling for heat, see if we got excess shedding, uh, looking for those things so I can give some tips and techniques that could possibly uh, help, help uh, resolve some of those issues. And you also take into account the dog's, the dog's age, um, activity levels, uh, if he's uh, active, inactive, allergies, food intolerances. Uh, those are the kind of things that I kind of look into when, when, uh, when, they, when somebody brings their pet in uh, to the pet stores themselves. So how do you help? I guess based on what your experience is and your knowledge of the foods in the store, you can help guide people to a particular brand or type of food, right? Yeah, I can always find ways to maybe help uh, better their diets or figure out what is causing these minor or major inflammations in the body and see if we can get those removed out uh, through change of diet or through detox in itself. What's the detox process? Uh, different things detox. Uh, one of my favorite detoxes is going to be milk thistle. Uh, so milk thistle is a detox that's used to flush out the liver. Our liver in kind of Chinese medicine is kind of the pump that pumps all the energy through our body. When that gets built up and sludged up with things, which is from which is toxins and and other things that's trying to filter through, it's not able to move things through the body itself. So we like to add milk thistle to the diet to clean, clean up the liver and move that through. Uh, a real easy way to know if uh, the liver is slightly inflamed is if you feel on directly on top of the dog's head. If that, if that has more heat coming off of it than the rest of the body, it's a good, good sign that there's, there probably is some minor inflammation going on in the liver itself. And you might want to look into a detox for three to four weeks, and you'll notice that the top of the head will start cooling down and even, even up with the rest of the body's fill off. Wow, that's fascinating. So is the milk thistle a capsule? I come in a capsule, come in a liquid form, um, can come in different forms. Uh, I usually use the liquid forms easier to absorb into the body, quicker to get to the, the bloodstream itself to start doing its detoxing. Yeah, interesting. So I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do, but there was a big controversy 
some months back about grain-free. And, uh, you know, people were saying that it could lead to issues with the heart and other maladies. What's, what's your opinion of that? The whole thing's kind of died down. Yeah, the reason why the whole thing has died down because uh, the controversy was not more really nutritionally bound. It was more uh, big uh, uh, publicly traded businesses against private, um, private businesses in this industry. Um, at Dog Perfect, you know, we don't look at foods if it has grain or grain-free in it. That, that doesn't matter. That is a category for the marketers and the propagandists out there. Um, what we look in for foods is you derive most of your protein from meat content instead of vegetable uh, grain foods. Derive most of the protein from corn, wheat, and soy, um, which is hard for dogs to break down. They don't have the stomach, uh, the four chambers in the stomachs to break the, that down like cows do. Um, and also in those in corn, wheat, and soy, they're also raised with GMOs. GMOs have been proven now that it uh, damages our microbiome, which is one of our most important uh, uh, health factor uh, things that control uh, all of our health in our body. Uh, majority of your microbiome is found into your gut, your intestines, but it's also found in your bones, your skin, your hair, your saliva, and your ears. And so once that starts getting damaged, that starts to open up. A lot of things to get into the bloodstream, uh, as, such as proteins and bacterias. Uh, once those proteins start getting into the bloodstream, that's when allergies start to come out. And when bacteria starts getting into the bloodstream, that starts feeding your major diseases as arthritis, um, pancreatitis, cancer, and, and, and other major illnesses. Yeah. Now, here's a softball question for you, maybe. Do you recommend feeding once a day, twice a day, or three times a day? You know, that all depends on your lifestyle. Um, there's, there's, there's been a lot of people who tried to do studies on seeing what is better. Um, the, the purists or the true naturalists out there who study wolves, uh, they're going to say one time a day is going to be the best, best thing. Well, me personally, I like to do two times a day um, just because I I don't want my dog to always feel like he's having an empty stomach. Uh, although that kind of helps, sometimes that scavenging and depleting their stomach helps their organs detox and take that inflammation out. And that's why the purists will say one time a day. But we got a lot of small dogs who've been domesticated and through throughout time, uh, their sugar levels uh, get get out of whack. Uh, so that's why I like to do two uh, two feedings a day to try to keep the the, the sugar levels in, in, in balance, or more balance in the, in the dog's life. And sometimes smaller dogs or older dogs, they might need to be fed uh, three to four times uh, throughout the day, um, depends on if they have any kind of medical issues and things like that. So, so that's, that, that answer varies. Um, but just for a true healthy dog, once to twice a day is going to be my best answer. Um, but I, I more lean towards twice a day. Gotcha. The other thing that you know, we all struggle with as dog lovers, especially now that we're home all the time, is treating our dogs. And it's so hard not to grab something off your plate and give a little bite to your dog. And we know the things that you shouldn't do that with. But what is it okay to give just a little bit of? You know, that's a, that's a, great, that's a great question. You know, and uh, we hear this all the time. You know, I, my, people say, my pet says, don't give. People food. Well, what is people food and what is dog food? Food is food uh, to me. Um, it's just 
We don't want to give our dogs our over-processed, over-salted, over-sugar-based foods. Um, but like me, I eat apples. I share that with my dog. Oranges, bananas, cauliflower, green peppers, red peppers, broccoli, all those, all those things in a raw, natural form that's not processed and has sugars and salts added to it are, are great treats and snacks to feed a dog. Uh, my dog loves crunching on carrots. Um, so, so, so it's not, it's, it's not really people food we should stay away from. It's over-processed foods that have too many sugars, salts, and other uh, unknown things, and it is what we need to stay away from feeding our pets. Uh, but of course, there's some natural ingredients that are not good for them too. Onions, a few, on, few other ones on the list too. Um, but I, I, you know, I, to play it safe, double check and research before you do it. But in all in all, if the food is raw and processed without sugars and salts added to it, uh, most likely it's going to be uh, food for you, good food for your dog. And if you were going out to buy some healthy treats to carry with you in your bag or keep in the car or whatever, what should you look for in terms of uh, ingredients? That's it's a very good question. Um, and, and that goes in the same with food. There's a lot of qual qualification uh, questions I kind of ask to see what you're trying to get out of a treat. But the general rule on treats itself, I'm a big fan of uh, Ch Chinese uh, medicine. And Chinese medicine says, eat, eat what is ailing. Uh, so that means if you have a heart, is a heart issue, eat uh, heart treats, uh, treats that are made with uh, chicken hearts, beef hearts, lamb hearts. If you got liver issues, eat, eat, eat treats that are made with liver because you're going to get all those benefits out of that. Uh, but there's also other, other things that people are looking for in treats, you know, training treats. I just need a good training treat, which is going to be something that's a little bit smaller. Uh, I like to go with freeze-dried because that, uh, that absorbs into the mouth a little bit easier. It's not as dry as a product. Uh, there's your dental treats uh, that help, that are longer-lasting uh, treats that help aid in breaking down plaque and tartar in your mouth. And then there's also your therapeutic treats. Uh, those are treats that can bring benefits to the dog's body from, from different omegas to uh, glucosamine conjoitin uh, to different mushroom things to help build, build immunity. Uh, so it really depends on what you're trying to get out of a treat. But a general treat that I like to go with is, is, your, is your organ parts, your, your chicken hearts, your beef livers, your lamb, your lamb lungs, uh, more natural, more natural organ meat treats uh, from uh, is what I like to provide uh, my my pets with as a treat itself. I guess they're probably tastier too, right? The organ treats. Sure, that's that's what dogs in the wild uh, thrive off of. If you ever watch a dog in the wild eat, the most the, the first thing they go after is the organ meat itself because it has the highest amount of nutritional value and the easiest to digest. I try to stay away from cookies and biscuits. And the reason why is we're already feeding our dogs a, a over-processed, basically, biscuit in a kibble form that has no moisture towards it and has a lot of sh uh, sugars, carbs, and starches. So when I provide a treat, if we have a kibble-based diet, I'm going to try to bring something that's going to be a little bit more beneficial that doesn't have all those carbs and starches to it and can bring some kind of freshness back to the diet, the, the, the dog's diet itself. Mm -hmm. Are there any online resources that you feel are particularly helpful to consumers? There are a few, uh, but there is a lot of confusing things on the old interweb here that can, can drive right. 
crazy and contradict uh, one one site from the next site. Um, so I kind of I kind of stay with uh, you know like I said the Barf book uh, by Dr. Ian's Billingsworth. Uh, Dogs Naturally is a great uh, website to go with. Uh, Whole Dog Journal is another one that I look into a lot. Um, I also follow certain uh, veterinarians and doctors. Uh, Dr. Judy Morgan is absolutely amazing. Dr. Karen Becker and Rodney Habib have a lot of great information on the on the internet. And there's a pet food company called the Answers Pet Food. Uh, their team of veterinarians and staff are absolutely amazing. They have great videos. But what I learn the most from is my customers. You know, their their stories about their animals and the results we get with great products. That's where I've learned the most from. But if you ever have any questions, you know, you can always hunt me down. Yeah, you've been a wealth of information, Kyle. We really appreciate you joining us here. If uh, we wanted to find you, where would we look? Well, I work at uh, I work for the Dog Perfect uh, uh, company. Uh, we have three locations. We have one in the Lakewood Ranch area. We have one on University across from UTC. And we also have one in South Sarasota in a plaza called The Landings. It's in between uh, Clark Road and, and B Ridge. Um, but if you, need some, if, you, if, if you need something direct that you want to talk to me about or touch up on certain subjects, um, there is a link on Dog Perfect's website for, an, for a nutritional consultant. And as long as you click on that and fill out that information, that will send a email directly to me and I can get in contact with you to let you know what stores I'm at and what, and see what will actually work best for you. And then we can do a free uh, nutritional co- consultation. I can address your, address any questions you have. Uh, I can kind of break down foods uh, that you're already feeding and I can introduce some of the things that I really love in this pet industry is by adding raw fresh ingredients to your diet, either substitute some of your kibble with that, um, or adding broths, goat's milk, cow kefirs, and other things to the diet to add more hydration and better nutrients to, uh, to your dog's life. That sounds great, Kyle. And the, the nutritional consult that's free? It's 100% free. It's 100% free, yeah. We, we are proud. I am proud to do this for free, and I'm very happy to do it. Uh, this, is a, this isn't a job for me. This is a passion. I've been blessed in this world that uh, the community of Sarasota and Manatee County have supported me to allow me to do what I love. I feel like I haven't uh, worked a day of my life. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. And again, if you're trying to reach Kyle, you can visit dogperfect.com and there's a link to fill out a form for a consult. I'm Mary Lou Davidson, the Rover Reporter. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.